Good evening and welcome to tonight's show. Um, I don't know if you live in the tri-state area, if you live in like New York, New Jersey, wherever. But man, I looked up at the sun this morning and I saw how red it was. And uh, it was it was sunny, but it was also cloudy outside. And man, was that scary. There's something really terrifying about the 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 sun today in that kind of way it felt very apocalyptic it was uh freaky and then later in the afternoon it started hailing straight up hailing mind you we're in june and it was hailing so it felt like some some biblical sort of stuff i got a phlegmy throat tonight so i might not sound right and i apologize it's just the way it's just the way it is that's that's what i have to say and the last thing i'll say is i'm Rewatching the Sopranos right now, and um, I'm about six episodes into the the first season. Mind you, I haven't, <clears throat> I have not watched the Sopranos since 2006, probably. So we're talking about uh, quite possibly an almost 20 year. It's been 20 years, not 20 years. I'm. It's a great exaggeration. 15 years. No, more than 15 years. What is that? 16 years, 16 or 17 years since I watched The Sopranos. Okay. That's, 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 that's something else. So we'll probably, we'll probably be talking about The Sopranos in, in the future, I would imagine. But tonight we're talking about rock and roll. We're talking about Dave Grohl, rock and roll, gotta save your soul. Uh, we're talking about Foo Fighters and Dave Grohl tonight, and uh, I, you know, I had a lot of fun doing that. We we talked about Prince at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently. Go check out that episode, and of course, we got some ID content strike. It's the the whole episode is a little incomplete as a result. I don't think we're going to have that same problem tonight because of our soup du jour is sort of a fan. It's a fan edit. It's a multicam, kind of like what I've done in the past with some of that misfit stuff, and what I did with uh, what I did with uh, Operation Ivy, the Operation Ivy reunion. Uh, this guy on YouTube that goes his this is his handle M W E M West C C. That's who it is. Shout out to M West C C. Go subscribe to his channel. He put this multicam edit together i kind of wish i had thought of it since i've done something similar myself uh he did a great job with this as far as i as from the little i've seen and uh it's perfect it's better than might be better to it gives us a more gives us a more encapsulating view of what we want to talk about which we're going to talk about in a minute and the last thing i want to say First of all, I want to tell you, if you are listening to this as a podcast, you might want to head over to YouTube or to Spotify so you could watch the visual element because we are reacting slash commentating on a video. Okay, that's important. So, you know, you can listen to the audio and it might be fine for you. But if you want the full enchilada, you got to come to YouTube or to Spotify, which brings me 
to the Spotify supporters. We shout out Patreons and YouTube members from time to time. Always grateful for their support. And I want to add to that list. We've got a slew of Spotify supporters who have come out. And I just want to shout you all out. Thank you for supporting on Spotify, man. It really means a lot. You know, all these little streams of revenue, they all help. So thank you. Thank you to anybody who listens to the show uh, and anybody who supports the show, all the coffee buyers, all that stuff. It's great. At this point in time, I'm going to ask you to like the video. If you um, are watching this and think you're going to enjoy it, please like this video because that helps and make sure you're subscribed and (laughs) let's just dive right in. That's what they always said. Let's just dive right into it, shall we? So I remember, you know, Everybody always like rags on Dave Grohl, man. Like they just, they hate him because he's such a nice guy. And maybe he, maybe like sometimes he's not such a nice guy, but like he's known as the nice guy of rock and roll. He also rubs shoulders with everybody from Paul McCartney to uh, John Paul Jones and Led Zeppelin to leaving in fear to uh you know queens of the stone age i mean you name it and dave Grohl has crossed paths i mean the dude was he was a drummer for nirvana plays guitar with pat smear in 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 foo fighters you know what i mean like it's like he touches every single every single echelon of rock and roll he like touches in some way shape or form and uh and he's done it all with the foo fighters and the foo fighters like in this incredible place they're at like the top of the top of the top they they are sort of in a way they've sort of reached some of the heights that maybe metallica has reached but for hard rock instead of straight metal you know what i mean and um you know they go anywhere they play Wembley stadium they like they can't they just oh hey let's make a movie they made a movie studio 666 I mean, uh, drummer drums for Tenacious D. Like the guy is just everywhere, man. And uh, some people hate him for that. And I, you know, I, I don't. I first of all, I like me some Foo Fighters. You know, I I can't tell you that I have listened to every single record that the Foo Fighters have put out since they started. But man, the color and the shape, phenomenal record. Uh, the the nothing nothing left to lose is a great record. Um, great music videos, Everlong, My Hero. What else is there to say, man? I mean, the, the Foo Fighters have done some pretty great stuff, okay? Um, so he's earned it. What, I'm, what I mean to say is he's earned it. He's earned all that stuff. Friggin' with Paul McCartney, Paul Vanna, that song Cut Me Some Slack, did the documentary Sound Studio, uh, what is it, Sound City? It was Sound City about the mixing console. Who would have thought that a mixing console could be so interesting? And it was. Dave somehow found a way to make it really interesting and now um now what they do is they for some sometimes for shits and giggles at least they you know they are like the coolest they are like the coolest to their fans in that way where it's like hey we're gonna invite you up to play with us and like on the stage and you know, there are lots of different bands on ver- all sorts of different levels that do stuff like this. Like, you know, I don't know. Some of it's really gimmicky and some of it's really calculated. Like, I'll give you a great example. For Some of you guys might not be familiar with this band called Guitar Wolf. I love Guitar Wolf. 
they're 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 firmly in like the budget rock garage rock um sort of uh circle of things and you know at the end of the set guitar wolf the so the front guy is called guitar wolf and the band is also called guitar wolf it's a rock and roll he um first he creates a human pyramid out of you know audience members that's really cool but then he does this other thing where he puts a guitar around somebody he puts the fretting hand he frets the hand for them and then all they got to do is just strum and it's really fun because it just it it allows this it's this extra it's this extra element of participation and what's interesting is he's done it he's created it in a way he's done it in a way where it's kind of foolproof. So no matter whether you can play guitar or not, if you get up on stage with guitar wolf and he frets your hand in the right kind of way, you're not going to have any problems with, you know, do it performing what is needed to be performed. You will be able to do it. You, you, they'll put your hand in the right kind of way. They'll put your hand in the right kind of way. The fret, you know, put your hands on the notes. And then all you got to do is every time he goes like this, you strum the chord. So he's playing. It's like you are operating the guitar, but he's playing you. That's what happens. That's what, that's what guitar wolf does. And you know, it's like, why am I even describing it to you? I could have been showing it to you this whole time. I don't know if I could find it. You know, I once shot, I've interviewed guitar wolf and I even shot, um, I shot some, footage of them at one of their shows i don't know if i can find it let's see if we can find it on the channel i'll show you what i'm talking about and you know i think it's here we go and here's why it's kind of important because the reason why it's important to show this is because it shows it shows you that what dave grohl and the foo fighters are doing is a thousand times more risky than say what guitar wolf is doing so let me let me just show this to you real quick here we go so here is here is this is a, an old video that i did a long time ago i'm not gonna have the music we just want to see the video here i don't even know if it sounds good <laughs> let's see if we can find it so here he is on the that's the that's the pyramid I was just talking about. Remember I was telling you about this. Look at the pyramid. Isn't that fun? I can't believe that was 11 years ago. All right, let's see if I can find the guitar though. Where's the guitar part? Where he has a person doing the guitar thing. This Ah oh, man. Did I mess this up? Was it it's in, is it in part 3, the part 3 video? I guess so. Oh man. Wow. Talk about talk about crap in the bed here on that. Well, hold on. There's another one. Here we go. Uh, what are we looking for? Wow. I really messed this one up. Didn't I mess me up? You mess me up. You mess me up. Uh, break my heart. Here we go. A lot of parts. Here's part two. That's what we're looking for. Let's see if we could find the dude. I just, I really want a visual display. 
I'm going to feel really foolish if I can't find the guy. I know it's there. I know he did it with the guy. Am I crazy? I'll be really upset. Yeah, I can't find it. Wow, I feel so foolish right now. Damn, dude. I, I Where is it? Is it in hardcore? Am I crazy? Am I crazy? I, you know, I might be. I might have lost my mind here a little bit. I, why? Why did I think? Is this it? No, this is them doing the the friggin' human pyramid, which is fun. It's funny, but I could have sworn he had a guy. Oh, did I just did I just crap the bed on this? All right, let's ditch it. I can't find it. I can't find it, and I feel foolish for even trying. The point is, <clears throat> it's a very measured thing. You do a very measured thing on purpose, and that allows you to sort of, you know, do the parlor trick. Now, what Dave Grohl is doing and and, and Foo Fighters are doing is they are just, when if you let someone on the stage to play with the band, if you let someone on stage to play with the band, they better be good. And here's the thing about playing in a band or playing with musicians. It's like, you, you know, you got to be familiar with your instrument. You got to be familiar with, with the players. You got to be familiar with the environment that you're playing in. All of these things need to align in order to have a good show, right? On some shape and level. Maybe that's grossly unsubjective. Maybe that's a blanket, gross blanket statement, but I think that's pretty accurate so if you're gonna invite some rando on stage he he they she whatever they better be good at guitar because if they are not or drums or whatever it is there's that famous when keith moon passed out once on stage with the who pete townsend called out into the audience does anybody know how to play our songs and somebody from the audience got up and played with the who that's that was the way they did it that was the way that they had to do it my brother was calling me so um that was the only way they were able to finish the show you know they had to they had to do that so so in this case the foo fighters are you know the foo fighters invite people onto stage all of that all of that 14 minute you know intro to say that the Foo Fighters invite people on stage to play with them. And it's kind of insane. And they invited this kid named Yayo. I hope I'm saying that right. Yayo Sanchez in Austin, Texas on April 18th, 2018 to play monkey wrench because he had been holding up a big sign. He's wearing kiss makeup. They call him kiss guy. And we're going to watch, watch this video. This is so, this is such a mind blowing thing. What happens because no one could have expected that this guy would, you know, just absolutely melt everybody's face off. And, you know, as Ravner says here, as I put on the thumbnail of this video, luck is when preparedness meets opportunity Pre preparation meets opportunity and you're about to see a prime example of that right now in in this video so without further ado let's listen to 
let's let's see how it goes. I will pause along the way to commentate on it. Hey, kiss guy. I'm looking at you. We'll see why he calls him kiss guy in a minute. Did, did you have a fucking sign thing that you were holding up? Let me see that sign. This is so cool. Ah! <laughs> what instrument do you play? Let me play monkey yes. wrench. Do you suck? <laughs> Don't fucking say kind of because I won't invite you up here. You know, he's half joking. I mean, he's he's joking, but he's also like there's an element of serious. I mean, people are paying, you know, lots of money to be at this show. You know, they want to hear their favorite song, Monkey Ranch. Like, he better not suck. And so, like, you know, there's an, and I'm sure there's like an element of being concerned. I mean, if you're inviting someone up on the stage, you're also probably being a little concerned, like, hey, like, I don't want you to humiliate yourself in front of all of my fans. You know what I mean? Yeah, right now, Gene Simmons. Get your ass up here, Kiss God. Oh, my God. Can you can you imagine? Can you imagine what must be going through Yayo's head, Kiss Guy's head, right now? <laughs> Don't get too excited yet. You might shit the bed in front of your hometown, brother. Yeah, see, there he goes again. He's just like he's he's padding, he's hedging his bets right now. Dave Grohl is he's padding the uh, the situation because if this guy sucks, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be a bad scene. So it's it's a big. This is a gamble, you know. This is a real gamble. Just jump up, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I've had to sit here staring at this motherfucker all night long. Come here, Kiss Guy. He, he was so smart. I'm gonna wear, I'm gonna wear kiss makeup. I'm gonna hold up a sign that says, let me play monkey wrench. Now, why do I why did I put on the thumbnail? Here's this is important. Why did I put on the thumbnail um uh uh prepare preparation meets opportunity what is the preparation and what is the opportunity the opportunity is my favorite band sees my kiss makeup sees my sign saying let me play monkey wrench and is letting me actually get up on stage to jam with them on this song that's opportunity so where does the preparedness come in? You could say it's the sign. You could say it's the makeup. But more than that, it is that this guy probably watched a whole bunch of videos on YouTube where Dave Grohl has done something similar and was like, okay, I'm going to practice Monkey Wrench. I'm going to see how they do it live and I'm going to practice it and practice it and practice it and practice it. And I'm going to hold up the sign and hope beyond hope that if they pick on me, if they pick me, that I will have the chops and the skills and the, the, the preparation in order to meet this opportunity. And you know what that is? You know what they call that? They call that luck. That's what luck is. Luck is not something that just happens. To, well, there's 
I mean, yes, the luck can be incredibly, incredibly random. You don't have to do anything in order for luck to work. But when you hear really famous people, or when you hear people that like succeed in life in some way, shape or form, when they talk about being lucky, what they are really talking about is that they were prepared at a time when opportunity came a knocking. And as much as it is lucky that they were able to have those two things intersect at that right time, it's also, you know, it's also something that they made, they made that happen. They made that happen by being prepared. You have to be prepared and you have to recognize the opportunity when it crosses your path. Although I think this is the type of opportunity that smacks someone right in the face. You know what I mean? Gives him a hug. Look at What's this your name, kid. Kiss Guy? Who's Fuck your it, I don't even Your name is Kiss Guy right now. Yeah, he's just Kiss Guy. You ever done this before? It's really fun. <laughs> he's so, like, nervous and, like, yet at the same time, it's like, it's like he's been, he's been preparing. He's been preparing for this his whole friggin' life, dude. I mean... I'm just like, I'm so happy for this dude. I can't even tell you how my, I, I feel like beaming inside of my heart when I look at this, this kid, just fuck. He brought his own fucking pit. See, he hasn't even played a note yet. And right up till now, this is the greatest moment in his life forever. And maybe it really is forever his greatest moment. Maybe he will never do anything as great as this. I don't know how old he is. I think he's 15 years old or something, but, or, you know, 16, 17, but like, this is, this could be the greatest thing he ever does in his life. Or maybe it's just the beginning of all the great things he's going to do in his life. You don't know. This motherfucker. Dave is a man him. Look at that, man. Look, that's the face of a champion right there. You see that guy? He That is the face of a goddamn champion who's just like, he's about to take on just an, uh, an uh, a challenge that is so like scary and unbelievable. And he's just meeting it head on. You know what that is? That's not, you know, I talked about, we've talked about on this channel before, bravery, bravery in, and fearlessness. That's the fearlessness of youth right there. That kid is not afraid of anything. He looks nervous, but he also looks so like meeting of this ginormous challenge in his life. And it's just friggin' beautiful to look at. Look at Taylor Hawkins, RIP, looking at him. <laughs> there you go. And he goes right out of the gate, right there. He goes right out of the gate. You could see Dave. Look at this little moment. Dave is going to, like, it looks like Dave is going to instruct him on what to do. And he goes, the reason why he says, oh, shit, is because the kid just, kiss guy, already knows what to do. And he just launches into it. That's the preparedness. Ready? Look. Look at him. Look. He's going. Look, he goes over to him, right? He goes over to them. And then he sees he doesn't even have to talk to him. 
See, that's a guy, that's a guy who probably played, played along with a live version of Monkey Wrench a hundred times in his mirror, ready to go, or just played along to the studio track, added his own little thing. You know, he knew, he knew what he was doing, man. He was fearless. He's friggin' fearless. You know, like th- there's something so selflessly awesome about doing this. The Foo Fighters doing this, like Dave Grohl doing this, like giving this guy their spotlight that they've earned with blood, sweat, and tears. They've earned this. And they're just like, you're just some rando dude. We're going to let, we want you to just experience this. And you know, this kid will live forever in this moment. He is living forever in this moment. You know what I mean? He's immortal. He's immortal in this moment. That's what I see when I watch this. That fear's loving it. Look at look at Dave Grohl's face here. Look at this. Look at him. Look at Dave Grohl just like absolutely blown away by this kid. Look at this. Look at Dave Grohl, dude. He's just blown away. Look. Look at his face, dude. Look at Dave Grohl's face. He's just he's just stoked. He's he can't believe. Look at that. That is such that is a genuine that's a genuine expression of joy and disbelief and amazement uh, before him. I, I'm like, I'm getting high just watching this video right now. Look at that. Look at that shit eating grin on his face. Pat smear too. Look at them. They're stoked. can't even do the he can't even do the song man he can't even do the song he's cackling he's cackling he can't even continue he doesn't know he just like doesn't know what to do <laughs> he can't even remember the words he's so blown away by kiss guy <laughs> Look at him when he goes, when he looks up to the sky like that, just like stoked out of his mind.
Now, you know how you know this isn't, you know, you know how you know this isn't like staged or whatever. Like, look at this. Like, look at the little gestures here. They are absolutely flying by the seat of their pants while they're doing this. Look at this. Look at this. Ready? Look. They're looking at each other. He's he's looking at Taylor. Taylor's steering the ship with the drums, right? He's got to say, bring that shit down because they they got to they got to know where they're going. They're they're the band is tight. They're locked in, but they don't know. Like they're just you know they're just sort of they got to settle. They're they're you know they're 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 whatever they're they're putting together uh they're whatchamacallit. They're they're putting together a they're they're locking it up nice and tight. They're locking it up nice and tight so that uh so that he can solo over it. You know what I mean? And you know the mask he's wearing it looks like he's got some like crazy latex paint on and that's what a lot you know that's why his his face paint isn't smearing but it's like shredded and peeling like it's like a latex that's like ripped and torn and starting to fall off <laughs> I mean, for him to like just pull that out, he's playing in front of that's the most amount of people he's ever played in front of and potentially the most amount of people he will ever play in front of. And here he is under the all that pressure. He's just, you know, squeezing out the tastiest solo that he can. I mean, Dude, your face is falling off. Come here. He said, your face is falling off. Come here. You're the fucking king. Kiss guy, you're the fucking king. Look at this kid. Look at this kid's face. He cannot believe what is happening. He has risen to the challenge. He's risen to the challenge, and he is in, like disbelief could you that's probably all happening for him in such slow motion and you know additionally the best part of it all he will remember this forever not just in his mind but the fact that there were cell phones recording he has he has a keepsake of this recording of him playing with the foo fighters man i mean beautiful i'm gonna fucking scream this shit so hard i'm not screaming for you are you ready? Taylor, let's break it down for this guy. Yeah. One last EP for I quit. I never wanted anybody. I could fit into my head. Shall we?
I think there was a little thought, just a smidgen of a fumble right there, but they, they, they just go over it so seamlessly. I mean, this is what, I mean, these are pros, man. This is what, this is what take, this is what takes you into a whole nother league of being a musician. I would imagine. Look at all those people recording him forever. He will live forever in this moment. When you have, look at this. Oh, that's the thumbnail. Wow, did I screw that up? That's what the thumbnail should actually be. Oh my goodness, that is a great thumbnail. Jeez, Louise, I better, I better screenshot that real quick. Can I do it? I mean, that's that's the thumbnail. Damn, might have messed that up. That's a great thumbnail right there. Look at this. I mean, when you have Dave Grohl on his knees, he brought Dave Grohl to his knees and has him bowing down. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, wow. Getting props from everybody. Like, There's no he doesn't know where to go. He's like, I don't know what am I am I in the Foo Fighters right now? Like, I don't know what to do. This guy, this guy. Tell me real fucking man, this guy. Fucking tell me, tell them. Yo, yo. Get the fuck off my stage, bro. You know what's funny? I swear to God. Every time we get someone to come up and jam with us, people are like, that was the setup. That, that was a, they had someone ready, and that was a setup. We have never done a setup, and I swear to God, Kiss guy, <laughs> he was the fucking best one. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you? Imagine? God damn, Kiss guy, I was fucked up. Sorry about your face, this guy. His face, 
Kiss Guy's face literally melted off as that was happening. What the fuck is that? You gotta get that real kiss makeup. <laughs> Looked like the fucking house I moved into in Seattle when I first got in there. <laughs> Oh, is that that was great. And then here's Dave Grohl sometime later. We have one more clip to play. Uh, before we do, let's talk about riotstickers.com, the sponsor of the Frumus channel. Riotstickers.com is where we go for all of our stickering needs. Look, uh, these stickers, they are printed on vinyl, which makes them waterproof. They have a UV coating, which makes them sunproof, doesn't allows them not to fade. They're three inches by three inches. Don't ignore the fact that these are 2.5 by three. And you can get a thousand of them for $79. That's seven cents per sticker. You're not going to find a better deal on the internet. You go to riotstickers.com backslash from us. That's F-R-U-M-E-S-S. Link is down in the description. Make sure you go there. I mean, if you have something, if you have an image, you know, image is everything. If you have an image that you need to put on a sticker, then look no further than riotstickers.com for all of your stickering needs. Like I said, you're not going to find a better deal. They don't just do stickers. They do banners. They do t-shirts. They do buttons. They do bottle cap openers. They do it. They do it all, man. They do it all. It's good stuff. So if you need stickers, that's where you go. And, you know, we got to play. Of course, we have to play our 60-second video. And we are back. We are talking about Kiss Guy playing with Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. I mean, what an amazing opportunity of a lifetime. What, you know, that 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 concert stayed with Dave. And here he is talking about it, talking about the experience of Kiss Guy and what went, what was going on sort of in his head um, and his decisions that he made. So. I swear to God on my life, we have never planned someone to come up and play with us. And we've had some really amazing people come up and play with us. Right? Kiss guy. Kiss guy was amazing. Did you see the kiss guy? The kiss guy was fucking amazing. I mean, this was this was a thing, man. Like people talked about this. This uh, this made the rounds, you know, on online and stuff. Kiss guy was great because Kiss guy was right in the front row all night long, and he had this sign. It said, "Can I play monkey wrench? Can I play monkey wrench? Can I play monkey wrench?" And he held it up all night long. Can I play monkey wrench? And then 
match in two hours. His arms got tired. And he just That's amazing. So he's telling the story. This is a different concert, and he's telling the story, the tale of the legend of Kiss Guy. And it's interesting. He says that his arms got tired and he put the sign down after two hours. And I wonder if Dave always knew that they were going to invite. He he had from the beginning, he knew he was going to invite him. And then, you know, uh, he knew he was going to invite him and let him his arms get tired and lower the sign, maybe to throw him off and surprise him further. Who knows? But I saw him and I said, hey, man. You want to come up and play Monkey Witch? And he did. And it was the best fucking, best, best guitar player, best fucking surprise in the world. It was great. But now, when we come out to play shows, everybody's got a fucking sign, right? Ah, uh, Everybody yeah. wants to play. Everybody wants to play. So I can say tonight that it will never get better than the Kiss guy. Wow. It will never be better than the Kiss guy. Still talk the about Kiss this. Kiss guy was the best. So, I'm sorry. If anybody wants to come play with us, you'll never be better than the Kiss guy. Wow. So you have to stand there and sing along with some of the songs. This next song is for all the people that brought a sign tonight because they wanted to change. Wow. It's called Wheels. So, you know, that, okay, I thought that was a little different than what I thought. I thought he was going to talk about, uh, there's some article where he talks about why he brings people up and it was because he had a fantasy he was he's sort of like you know um connecting with his youth and you know i wish that my idols did that for me so i want to do it for someone who loves our music blah 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 and that's that's where that all comes from so i guess i was a little off there but man isn't that ain't that the truth man preparation times opportunity equals luck that's the truth that's what it is uh, a little bit about what's coming up on the Frumus channel. We did another two and a half hour taping with John Christ, myself, and uh, Ace Von Johnson, my uh, special guest co-host for that uh, interview series. And we talked pretty much only, I mean, we talked about a lot of things, but we talked about Danzig one and we talked about, we talked about the band Danzig in the year 1987 before they recorded Danzig one when they were still the, the transition from Sam Hain to Danzig. How about that? Um, and probably the coolest thing of all was I remember to ask him a question that I'd asked eerie and um, in regards to how a certain song originally sounded. And he remembered uh, eerie was unsure. Eerie didn't really know how or what to say, but John just started playing it the like the original arrangement of the song and it was insane to hear him do it it like a lost like a lost version of a song come to life so keep your eyes peeled for that in the future now the second part of that interview the first interview that we did that is going to be coming out uh on the 10th or the 11th of June if you are a Patreon or a YouTube member, you will have instant access. And for everybody else, you got to wait till the end of the month, probably. So if you can't wait, 
sign up today for the Patreon, jump in, see all the goodies that we got going on back there. Additionally, uh, we are starting uh, some new secret show stuff coming very soon that you would not want to miss. Trust me. Plus, when you sign up for the Patreon, you get the whole back. You get all sorts of unreleased back catalog stuff, just tons of stuff. So, you know, there's new stuff to look forward to. There's the old stuff to explore and enjoy and uh, just, I mean, at this point, some of it, it's got to be uh, close to hours. and I mean, it's hours and hours of stuff. I mean, there really is. There's a lot of stuff. Um, Feature-length films that I've made that you can't see anywhere else until I get a distrib- distribution sorted for one of them. Uh, oh, yeah. If you, my film, Romeo's Distress, is now available on Apple uh, TV. So if you have Apple TV and you want to support uh, the the artistic and creative endeavors you can go and rent or buy Romeo's Distress on i uh, not I was about to say iTunes it's not iTunes anymore Apple TV today I missed the iTunes boat because distro is changing so quick but you don't want to hear about that at forty six minutes into a video about Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters nope instead we're gonna end it right then and there peace hair grease we'll see you real soon on Thursday. We're, we are talking with a uh, uh, good friend, Nathan and Chad from the genre blast film festival. We're talking about the movie suburban commando. Don't want to miss that. If you like wrestling, if you like Hulk Hogan, if you like movies from the nineties, you got to check out suburban commando. The, the, the suburban commando podcast will be doing so. We'll, we'll see you real soon. Goodbye. <laughs>